Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Day two is in the books, or is it day one? I mean, it's really a question of how you look at it, because day one was just arguing about the rules. Day two, that was yesterday. That's where Adam Schiff went to town three hours. Three hours of Adam Schiff. Ain't nobody got time for that. My God. Saying the same thing again and again and again about how Donald Trump did this and Donald Trump did that and Donald Trump did the other. If you listen to people talk about it, it was masterful, I tell you. Some people actually thought it was a very good presentation of his case. It's possible that he actually had a very good presentation of his case that doesn't make his case impeachable. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. Let's get to it. There's overwhelming evidence. There is no evidence. Come early for game day. We don't play games. It all is in the court of the Senate. 2020 is looking really easy. The official 2020 impeachment pregame show. Only on Tony Katz Today. Thank you, faceless announcer man. He did. Adam Schiff went on for three hours. Three-hour tour. A three-hour tour. Good Lord. I could, I, I, I've never been so glad to be a senator. They were handing out milk unless the milk was spiked with Kahlua. I could not have sat through Adam Schiff's three hours. No way. But they again went into the night. Adam Schiff's job yesterday was to get into specifics and exactly what happened. It happened from a couple of people, including Val Demings, one of the Democrats who's the House manager, including Zoe Lofgren, Democrats' House manager. We'll get into what they said. But one of the more interesting spots was when Adam Schiff thought it was necessary to defend Joe Biden in his recitation of the so-called facts. Now remember, this is Joe Biden. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. That is the conversation of forcing an ally to do what you wanted. One of the arguments you'll hear Adam Schiff make is that it was official policy. The first sham investigation that President Trump desired was into former Vice President Joe Biden, who had sought the removal of a corrupt Ukrainian prosecutor the previous, during the previous U.S. administration. The vice president acted in accordance with U.S. official policy at the time. The president sets that policy. Foreign policy is set by the president of the United States. The idea that this was official 
foreign policy at the time? What were Schiff's words exactly? With U.S. official policy at the time. Was this the official U.S. policy? I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) Got fired. So the official policy is leverage our dollars to threaten our so-called allies into doing what we want. It's as if Adam Schiff had never put those two things together. Guys, it took all of 40 seconds to put that together. That's all it took. I am just pointing out, and we are just getting into what he said about Biden here. I really do want to share all of it with you. That on its face, it doesn't fly. But it doesn't fly for you and me because we're aware of these things. But if you take an American electorate that is not aware of these things, well, then you've got something different going on altogether. Let's take a look at Joe Lockhart. Joe Lockhart, former press secretary for Bill Clinton, now a CNN analyst. This was a tweet that Joe Lockhart put out yesterday. Overheard convo, meaning conversation. Overheard convo between two Republican senators who only watch Fox News. Quote, is this stuff real? I haven't heard any of this before. I thought it was all about a server. If half the stuff Schiff is saying is true, we're up Blanks Creek. Hope the White House has exculpatory evidence. He put that out as a tweet. Did Joe Lockhart, a CNN analyst, once that's out with its however many 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 retweets, he then follows it up with, okay, Maybe I made up that conversation. Oh, my God. But you know that's exactly what they're thinking. No. He put out a tweet saying that he overheard two people or two uh, senators were overheard saying this. And then later, in a different tweet, admitted that he made it up. People retweeted him everywhere. So when we talk about the fact that we know because we're paying attention because we're involved in the show, we're doing this together, right? Because we want the facts. We're desperate for them. We're pushing through narrative to get to the things that matter. There's the people out there who tell us that they're the real media pushing the narrative, lying to America. And then you have people like Jennifer Rubin of the Washington Post echoing the lie. So when we know that Adam Schiff is completely wrong, completely wrong in his statement about official foreign policy. The president sets foreign policy. We know it because we've been paying attention. Many other people have not. And they unfortunately will fall for Joe Lockhart's lie. He lied. That's who he is. Once a Clinton, always a Clinton. (laughs) By the way, you know why he did it? He wants to live. Clintons are ruthless. Let's hear more of Adam Schiff. And was supported unanimously by our European allies and key global financial institutions such as the International Monetary Fund that shared the concern over corruption. Despite this fact, in the course of this scheme, President Trump 
and his agents pressed the Ukrainian president to announce an investigation into the false claim that Vice President Biden wanted the corrupt prosecutor removed from power in order to stop an investigation into Burisma Holdings. We would know the answer to this if we got to talk to Hunter. <laughs> right? That's how that's Republicans are going to say it. We'll know what happened with Burisma if we get to talk to Hunter. Maybe if we talk to Joe. But I, I have to go back and engage once again in what Schiff is saying. An investigation into the false claim that Vice President Biden wanted the corrupt prosecutor removed from power in order to stop an investigation into Burisma Holdings. I want to say for the record, we have no idea if it's a false claim. It is possible that both the Ukrainians and the Americans wanted the prosecutor gone. That doesn't take away from the fact that the prosecutor also may have been looking into Burisma and what they were doing. Two things can happen at the same time. It does not necessarily make the claim false. I'm willing to take that argument up anywhere. A company on whose board Biden's son, Hunter, sat. This allegation is simply untrue. And it has been widely debunked by Ukrainian and American experts alike. That reality mattered not to President Trump. To him, the value in promoting a negative tale about former Vice President Biden, true or false, was its usefulness to his re-election campaign. It was a smear tactic against a political opponent that President Trump apparently feared. If you are in the conversation of talking about abuse of power and obstruction of Congress, the two articles, why are you spending so much time on something that you already claim was debunked? Well, he wants to lay it out that these these reasons the president said for for uh, engaging with Ukraine and having this whole conversation, right? It was all about Joe Biden and getting him out of the race. If we're going to talk about do you honestly believe, right? Things that are, have already been said in this case. Do you believe? Do you honestly believe? Do I honestly believe that Donald Trump is afraid of Joe Biden? No, I don't. In any way, do I honestly believe that Donald Trump is taking a look at the entirety of the field and calculating how to defeat each and every one of them? Absolutely, positively, no question about it. Just like the Democrats were when they started talking about impeachment before Donald Trump was ever inaugurated. The plan was already set and that argument about the plan already being set is the one that the political left cannot get away from. That they have been setting this, focused on this, wanting this for months, if not years. Take that back about the months, only in years. That is a narrative that is going to be much more difficult for them to destroy. This was part of Adam Schiff's presentation yesterday, wanting to make sure you knew that, oh, Hunter did nothing wrong. It wasn't about Joe. It was about the president being afraid of Joe Biden and the president wanting to hurt Joe Biden. And then, of course, they'll bring up things like do us a favor, which Maisie Hirono, the senator from Hawaii, ignorantly got wrong and said, do me a favor. And I say ignorantly because I'm being kind. She did it on purpose. They wanted to make it personal as opposed to what it was. Do us a favor. Do us a favor. Do me a favor for me, a standard talk. If my father didn't say to me on a phone call, do me a favor four or five times, I would think he was ill. I'd take him to a hospital. That's what he does. 
That's what he does. It's how he talks. It's how many people of the Northeast do talk. What I haven't heard from people of the Northeast say are, are things like this. This also was Adam Schiff saying that the decision on impeachment cannot be handled by the courts and the courts cannot be used in this case. As we saw yesterday on the screen, that under Article 2, he could do anything he wants. Moreover, given the seriousness of the conduct at issue and its persistence, this matter cannot and must not be decided by the courts, which, apart from the presence of the Chief Justice here today, are given no role in impeachments in either the House or the Senate. Being drawn into litigation taking many months or years to complete would provide the President with an opportunity to continue his misconduct. He would remain secure in the knowledge that he may tie up the Congress in the courts indefinitely. First of all, no misconduct has been proven. There has been misconduct alleged, but nothing proven. Secondly, let's be clear. We're not talking about wrapping things up in the courts. It was the House that wanted subpoenas against certain members, certain people who were associated with the Trump administration. The Trump administration and others who were subpoenaed said, I, I need the court to decide because I'm hearing executive privilege from the executive. The minute the courts were involved, the subpoenas were removed, taken back by the House. Why? Because they didn't want anything upsetting their plans. It is not the Trump administration that would have wrapped things up in the courts. It was indeed the courts wrapping things up for the House they had no time for. The House wanted to do what they wanted to do, and they wanted no court in the way. Nothing should stop them from their desire, which was impeachment, which has been their desire for three years. If your argument is the president shouldn't be allowed to utilize the courts, right? This was the argument of Jonathan Turley, the George Washington University law professor, discussing the Democrats' abuse of power in front of the House Judiciary Committee when being asked about, like, for example, with obstruction of Congress. Congress wants this piece of paper. Well, this piece of paper is protected. Let's go to the courts to see whether I have to give it to you. That's obstruction. That's not obstruction. The Democrats say it's obstruction. What did uh, Professor Turley say? If you impeach a president, if you make a high crime and misdemeanor out of going to the courts, it is an abuse of power. It's your abuse of power. You're doing precisely what you're criticizing the president for doing. We have a third branch that deals with conflicts of the other two branches. And what comes out of there and what you do with it is the very definition of legitimacy. That you can't utilize the courts is laughable. That utilizing of the, the courts is obstruction is laughable. Yet that's exactly what the Democrats are saying here. And then they follow it up by saying that we can't use the courts to deal with this because Trump will tie us up. No, you don't want to use the courts because you don't want to be tied up. And you don't want the president to be able to have a defense. But that was not it. Adam Schiff followed up with discussing why this choice on impeachment, why this president and his future cannot be decided at the ballot box. On the basis of this egregious misconduct, the House of Representatives returned two articles of impeachment against the president. First, charging the President Trump corruptly abused the powers 
of the presidency to solicit foreign interference in the upcoming presidential election for his personal political benefit. And second, that President Trump obstructed an impeachment inquiry into that abuse of power in order to cover up his misconduct. The House did not take this extraordinarily, extraordinary step lightly. As we will discuss, impeachment exists for cases in which the conduct of the President rises beyond mere policy disputes to be decided otherwise and without urgency at the ballot box. Instead, we are here today to consider a much more grave matter, and that is an attempt to use the powers of the presidency to cheat in an election. For precisely this reason, the president's misconduct cannot be decided at the ballot box, for we cannot be assured that the vote will be fairly won. In this, Adam Schiff has said, that Donald Trump will cheat in 2020 and already has, with no proof. This is why you and I, the voter, cannot be trusted, because Trump is cheating because we decided he is, without any facts at all. My God. We have somebody who doesn't believe in the courts and doesn't believe in the voter. You want to talk about his masterful display Yesterday, how he summed up his case nicely, you feel free. He just told America that the president should not be allowed the courts, he should not be allowed justice, and that you should not be allowed a say. Because the truth is not that Trump has poisoned the well and already manipulated the vote, no. The truth is Adam Schiff doesn't think you can be trusted to vote the way he wants. And you might give this guy another four years. That's what Adam Schiff just did. Now, what do you think about impeachment? I'm Tony Katz.